Welcome back, everybody, to the Cult Classic Podcast. That is music to my ears, that little mm. riff there. Cameron Jones here, as always, with my co-host. Mark Nussel. Jordan Jones. Been a little busy. We've had a lot of stuff going on with the band. We've had a podcast wedding playing planned. Not like someone in the podcast is marrying someone else in the podcast, <laughs> but someone within the podcast is getting married. Could well, still happen. It could, yeah, it yeah. could still happen. Um, not uh, ruling it out. I know this. We met with the priest. And one of the things uh, they asked, they wanted to make sure this. Have you been married before? No. Have you um, been divorced before? That was big to them. But then two reoccurring things were like, we just got to make sure you guys aren't cousins. <laughs> and we're like, well, we're not. But they're like, and I'm like, does that. You sure? Yeah. And I'm like, does that come up? They're like, more than you more than you think. What do you have to you give know? them? Like your like ancestry.com type shit? No, nah, I think a red flag is if you guys got the same last name. <laughs> gotcha. And gotcha. we didn't and stuff like that. Which but, is tough because Jones is quite the Jones is common pretty common. Name. But I mean, we had no clients in our, I mean, or your parents' names. Anyway, it came up. So as you can see, everyone, we've been very busy, but we're going to get back into it with something a little new for you. We're going to do the newest movie we've ever done. Um, is that true? Yeah, but it's it is. close. It's the most we've recent. We've done a John Wick We might have done, in time-wise, when it came out, John Wick might have been about the same time. Oh, I may stand corrected. Well, fuck it. We're doing the 2019 <laughs> movie, Knives Out. After renowned crime novelist Harlan Thrombey is found dead at his estate after his 85th birthday, the inquisitive detective Benoit Blanc, Daniel Craig, is enlisted to investigate who done it. The AV Club says Knives Out at once revives and daringly subverts the old school whodunit. Which I think what they're really saying is, they made a whodunit. They made a whodunit, and we like it. Directed by Ryan Johnson, who also brought you Looper, Star Wars The Last Jedi, and Brick. Daniel Craig, Ana de Armas, Chris Evans, Michael Shannon, Jamie Lee Curtis, Catherine Langford, Don Johnson. This is a this is a whodunit that's like somewhat exaggerated in the character prototypes and even like the I mean Daniel Craig's accent, but it's like it has enough new twists and the familiarity. It's just it's comfortable but still surprising. It's a murder mystery about the death of a patriarch of an assholeish combative family who tries to win over the the will, the estate. The circumstances surrounding the death of the crime novelist Harlan Thrombey are mysterious, but there's one thing that the renowned detective Benoit Blanc knows for sure. Everyone in the wildly dysfunctional Thromby family is a suspect. Knives out. Alrighty, cast and crew. This movie is directed by Ryan Johnson. Talked about that a little bit, but he also has done Looper, uh, most recently Star Wars The Last Jedi, whether we like that or not, uh, and Brick. Uh, breakout. We did do Brick at one point. We lost it. Maybe we'll do it again. Maybe it'll be revived. Who's to say? But uh, Also kind of a whodunit, no? Yeah, very much yeah. the same kind of uh, P.I. kind of vibe. It's more in the it's more noir and actually noir. dramatic right. when this one is more campy and yeah. like, lighthearted. Mm-hmm. But still a whodunit. Uh, what was one of the first movies you mentioned? There's another. Looper. Looper. We might get Looper. around to that someday, but I don't know. It was... We've I can tell to, you right now, we're never gonna oh, do it. We've talked about it. I was before. like, Cameron hates that movie, but it's Jumper. At, well, that, wow, that <laughs> the world, the world hates that movie. Uh, Looper was just an uh, expectation management problem, uh, but we can move on from that. We've talked about it a million times. Starring, I would say, 
Ana de Armas. Yeah. Let's say this is less, she plays Marta. This truly is a introducing this actress, right? You know, because she's probably been in things before this, but not to this stat like stature. Yeah, I don't really know anything else she's in, but I fell in love with her in this movie. She is Cuban, despite what the hell call her in the movie. <laughs> uh, she's going to be in the new James, uh, Bond. James Bond with Daniel Craig. Yeah, I so saw. I no like time that. To die. Uh, he liked her so much in their chemistry in this movie that he literally just cast her as the Bond girl in the next movie. She's going to be the Bond girl? Yep. Yeah, new Bond girl. Uh, Daniel Craig, he's slowly becoming my James Bond. He has been for a while for me. He's He's always been Pierce for me, but I guess it's Daniel for me. He's my James Bond just because I didn't really watch James Bonds before this. Um, So I didn't didn't grow up watching them big time. You watch Goldeneye? I mean, I did and I didn't. Tomorrow Never Dies. You know what? We all we all know a lot of Daniel Craig ones. What's that new Prison Break movie uh, slash heist movie that's uh, maybe on Amazon? Oh, it's show. like Logan Lucky or yeah. Lucky or You know something. what? Shout out to Logan Lucky instead of just giving us your usual defiance and whatever else you might know him from. Well, he seems to be in a sweet spot where he gets to play against type now since he was James Bond. So it's almost <laughs> like he gets a little rope. Yeah, it's true. like all he has to do is just kind of be goofy and funny, and it's so much funnier because right. it's so different yeah. because it's just yeah, because of, yeah. of his normal role. Munich, also a good movie, kind of long, hard watch. Benoit Blanc, that's who he plays. Like it's the not PI. Munich, it's uh, Defiance. Uh, he's in both. Really? Yep. I haven't seen Munich. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis plays Linda Drysdale. You're gonna know Drysdale. Her Drysdale. Um, Halloween, obviously, Freaky Friday. Go Freaky Friday, Halloween. of course. Halloween. <laughs> I mean, uh, we've we've done her movies before. We don't need to touch on her too much. Places. Chris Evans plays Ransom Drysdale. You know, really surprisingly, he's kind of won me over in the last few years. Like, I don't give too much of a shit about him being Captain America, but I mean, he back in Snowpiercer, up through like Scott Pilgrim, he's pretty Sneaky funny. Scott Pilgrim, yeah, like sure. he seems like actually kind of a funny guy. I don't know. He's a funny guy that got into the Marvel universe. Yeah, Michael Shannon, uh, also in the movie. The Shape of Water. The, the world has slowly been growing on Michael Shannon, but I feel like we were a little early on it. But uh, I think whatever. we were, but like we definitely weren't like OGs with them for sh- Take Shelter. Around when Take Shelter came out is when we kind of jumped aboard, which was like probably I mean it wasn't early on, but it's like five years ago. Yeah, but I no, also that think, was a while ago. Okay, maybe like seven years ago. But I also think that he is just getting better, and bigger better. roles. True. So like everybody's like, oh yeah, we fucking like this guy. Mm. And you should. He's a great actor. I suppose his most notable role, like recently, might have been. I don't even know. He's more. He's a character actor. I mean, Man of Steel for like mask people, but that's like, true. I remember Man of Steel like Eight Mile. He's Sh- in eight mile. Shape of Water. Is he really yeah. in Eight Mile? Yeah. Shape of Water Oscar purposes, Shape like as far as. It says Pearl Harbor here. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he like Goose or not? He's like the yeah. funny so, one. Uh, Don Johnson plays Richard Drysdale, the dad. So I'm wildly slow to the Don Johnson. You're Cheater gonna know dad. him from Miami Vice historically. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking here. It says Tin Cup, Dan, uh, Django Unchained. Yeah, but I, I, that's what I was my point. Django Unchained, where he's kind of came on my radar. It's like now he gets to be funny and old, and mm. in his, yeah. in his, his second half of his career. I mean, it's pretty much the same for me. I, I don't. I mean, I know of his earlier work, but it's not, it's not as. Tony Collette plays Joni Thromby. I think Miss Tony, Sunshine and Heredity is what it says here for her top. I think Tony Collette's one of the. the uh, she's a chameleon. She's an amazing actress. She really is. Everything she's fucking in, she's like. I can't tell it's her, if that makes sense. I feel like she's. She doesn't get enough credit. But it's Chameleon's just a wide, good, good just a wide range, actor. though, of like you just named pretty much comedies, but she's also a, can be a very serious actor. I don't know her process, but I think she's as good as Daniel Day-Lewis. 
keep this or leave it. I don't know, man. Like, she, every time I see her, I'm like, oh, stand. I couldn't even tell. That's totally Colette. Hmm. Like, I know it is because of her looks, but it doesn't seem like her. I don't know what she's like. And I've heard her in interviews. She just seems like a normal person who's down to earth. And then she's she's really versed. I didn't know I was going to have such a strong take on Tony no, Colette. That's a great take. I'm just thinking of it now. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think hate the take. I watched this TV show with Megs. I can't even remember what the fuck it was called. And the show wasn't that good, but Tony Collette was in it. And she played like a, like a detective who's or the, agent uh, who's the actress who who did the the something a billboard movie oh uh, uh, what, what's her name uh, she's also kind of like that fargo uh yeah, yeah. francis mcdormand francis mcdormand i just wanted McDormand. to compare it to like i don't even know why i had to bring that up but uh, a similar francis face McDermott. they have, they have yeah. a similar vibe i get i get that i have a funny tie into that later i didn't but... know i was gonna take such a strong stance but anytime <laughs> she's in something know. she's good she's just really good and where do you think she's from She's Australian. Oh, I can believe yeah. that. Yeah, so okay. that's even more talent. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield plays Lieutenant Elliot. I love him. I think he, he I mean, it seems like he was He's about so to bust, movie. like, break, but he kind of never got to be, like, a star person. But you know him from uh, Atlanta. He broke out on that. He's got that small cameo in Get Out. He had that one weird, like, sorry white people. Like, what the fuck was that movie called where he was, like, it's a real weird movie. Mm. I he vaguely was, he's remember you're talking about Selma. It. He's in also. I, I haven't seen Uncut Gems, but he's in Uncut Gems. God, I just forget that movie, but I have seen it. I've never seen it because of uh, my the Sandman. I just didn't want to see him. I get it. Who else we got in this? Uh, Christopher Plummer, very good role by Christopher Plummer. Plays Harlan Thromby. He's come up before on the podcast. I mean, you would know him from The Sound of Music, uh, yeah, classically. Um, and that's like my main like thing to draw from, honestly. Yeah. He had a late, late in life. He became an old man actor. I don't know what he did between young man actor and elderly acting, but he had like six Oscar noms. It says here, like Plummer was the premier Shakespearean actor to come out of North America in the 20th century. Nice. Was partic- particularly memorable as Hamlet. Mm. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Perhaps yes. Canada's greatest thespian. Oh, Canadian. Ooh, I think it's Michael J. Fox. <laughs> uh, Catherine Langford plays Meg. You can kind of go through these other smaller ones. Frank Oz is in this. Uh, I saw the, that. Didn't notice. He's the lawyer. I mean, that just, just does the will reading. Sure. He's the director, Yoda, right? Bozzy Bear. Did he direct some of their movies, though? I think, yeah. Some, yeah, he, he, he directed. All right. But, I mean, Fozzy Bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Puppeteer. M. Emmett Walsh. He's in Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> give me a face. Um, give me a character in the movie. <laughs> no, give me he, something. He's the, uh, the the security guard. Is he the second detective yeah, or the, the secu- third detective? He's, oh, no, he's like okay. the surveillance guy. Oh, okay, the, the guy oh, in the shed. Got yeah. you. Okay. The shed guy. Sweet gig. He did seem familiar. Good oh, job. Trooper Wagner is uh, Dode in Brick. Oh. He's also in Looper. He sure and is. And in The Last Jedi, so he's clearly a Ryan. A Ryan. A a Ryan you guy. know what? This We love an ensemble group, guy. so. I am going to give you a little um, unverified that you'll love in the Ryan. What's this guy's name? Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson world. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll save it for them, though. It's a little teaser. Oh, oh okay. Way teaser. Nice. Uh, do we have anyone else in cast or that wrap it up? That wraps it up. It's a big cast, yeah. really. Like just a huge cast. It's a big it cast and a star-studded cast. So I mean, like you, you, you know these people for the most part. We don't really need to go no. on about this. So we're not going to. We're going to move on to unverified. 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 <laughs> unverified. unverified. unverified.
So I'll get unverified started off with one that's more just for you two and the audiences. Hopefully you appreciate it. There is a um, uncredited cameo by Brian Johnson, um, a person who worked with in Brick. Did you know Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays the voice of that, like, the, what? the, the Marta, like, and her family in the kitchen is listening no, to that soul that. opera? <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, actually, I'm super happy you're talking about this because if you look at the IMDb for this cast and crew, it, what is it? it has, what? Sorry, <laughs> he's just like doing the voice work. You know when she, the, when Marta's sisters listen to that CSI show in the background. Okay, I think he's just one of the guys. Be like, no, the hands and he's just doing oh, a really? voice. You, like yeah. you don't see him, but he's <laughs> I the mean, voice. But I, you can hear it. Well, you're like, nah, I'm just well, this <laughs> is the thing though. If you look at IMDb and like the cast and crew, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is listed kind of high up, and I'm like, bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking is like, did they mistakenly put him in for like? Knives Out 2, and they're, they've sure. accidentally done that. But nope, turns out he's in it. So. Son of a gun. Yeah, I have a weird fact go. for you. Uh, there's a lot of fun, just like ab lib on this, as you can imagine. they got to pour a lot of themselves into these characters. Mm-hmm. But who do you think Ryan Johnson said the funniest person on set was? I have no idea. Chris Ma- Evans. Michael Shannon threw in the uh, most ad lib and like the most into his character, and a lot of the funny lines were just Michael Shannon kind of like improving. He seems like a guy that's just one hundred percent wild card, though. Mm, I can so, see that. So like, it's gonna be funny anytime he goes off whatever he's on. Is my guess. He didn't have incredibly funny lines. He wasn't the funniest person in the movie, I don't think. But apparently, so on apparently set, he was just, just yeah, okay, just the funniest. I don't guy. Hate that. That's fine. Do you want to know one of the biggest ad lib like changes that they did um, to keep the ratings down? Oh, I saw this too, and I kind of like that. This one actually worked out to its less best. Fucks. Lot, way yeah. less fucks, right? So they had scripted fucks, and they're like, "We're this is going to be rated R unless we take out so many fucks." So who's Captain America? Chris Evans. Um, you know his eat shit, eat shit, eat shit, yeah. which like, is fuck hilarious. You, fuck you. It's supposed to be fuck, but he's like, we gotta switch this, otherwise. Eat shit's almost funny. It is. I think eat shit. So yeah. So he says eat shit rather than the scripted fuck, and I think we all agree. <laughs> it it just is funny. Yeah, it just plays funny. better. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if I never saw that and it was so like you script fuck, fucks, you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. Well, apart from the well, fu- I guess they did. You wouldn't have believed how many fucks were in that Jedi <laughs> one he did. <laughs> well, Ryan, we got to talk to you about something here. Just too many fucks. Well, apart from all the fucks though. Like there's not that anything too graphic that would have jumped this to a rated R, right? Like Harlem slits his throat. I guess we'll get into this in a different category, but no, I don't kind of interesting. Like, but you don't see it. Kind of interesting no, to think about. They though. kind of cut away, but it's not graphic, yeah, right? Yeah, we'll get to it in the next. Comment. I don't know what, what like a spider crawling in a dead lady's mouth is, but oh, it was that, on her eye, it was on her face, on the outside. It's so that. scary. It's a PG something, right? Uh, this kind of funny, and I was like this, uh, despite uh, being uh, Harlem's older mother. Uh, the woman that plays the great grandma is actually six years and twenty-seven days younger than Christopher Plummer. So I read that and I thought two things. One, typical Hollywood. But then immediately I thought, <laughs> man, Christopher Palmer does look pretty good for 90. Yeah, he looks great. And the other one, his mom looks like eight and 86. Right. Yeah, so I mean, they both look old. But, you know, I, I'm not saying there's work done. I don't want to speak ill of the, the past. But, you know, I'm sure he did. Yeah, Chris Plum looked pretty, he looked pretty nice. Good. He looked pretty good. Um, so here's my favorite. There's lots of Easter eggs and foreshadowings like that would indicate who did it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But mine is, so you know the painting of Harlan? Yep. So Kind of flashed to it a few times, right? Yeah, so they flashed to it, so it's on everybody's radar. So while we're trying to figure out who actually was the murderer, mm-hmm. um, his facial expression is very stern. But then after we figure out that it is Ransom, 
it turns into a small little oh. smirk and smile. Uh, the little fun, Mona Lisa action. Yeah. Uh, the reason they were able to do that, actually, is that painting was never there. They added the painting digital after after the fact, which is okay. kind of just weird. Doesn't would have never, would have never yeah, known. Like, Wild doesn't that just seem like unnecessary that they could have just had two paintings on hand? This is kind of meta, but along the same lines. Uh, I'm reading here, when Marta and Harlan play Go, she tells him that she always like beats him because uh, she wants to play to like a beautiful pattern and he's just you know playing mm-hmm. to win mm-hmm. several times Marta unknowingly foils Ransom's plans by being just a good kind person rather than acting on, at selfish needs like the rest of the family does so nice. there's kind a, of a overarching metaphor there I gotcha this movie has also a few uh, as I always love I'm not gonna I have to save one for later but uh, just foreshadowing and stuff that I do like like the blood on the foot if you actually do watch the very first scene when Marta walks out, and I watched it this time, you can see Daniel Craig look directly at her foot and like stare at it for a second and then start talking to her. Just like little things like that. I love in a whodunit movie, going back and kind of seeing the clues. I guess the, the sequel's already announced. Mm-hmm. And just, I will talk about this now, because I did have questions about this. It's just going to be, and there's already a Knives Out 3. Like, also, Green's announced green two is in filming? Yeah. Oh. So, but, but it's just going to be LeBlanc. We're moving on to his next oh, crime. LeBlanc, yeah. yeah, so we're actually just getting rid of the family. It's just a whole new circumstance of him solving a crime, which I can get behind. It's going to be on Netflix, though. Netflix pays $450 million for Knives Out 2 and 3. So uh, I think it's just going to be really Is it with Daniel Craig at least? At least? I yes. assume him, but okay. I don't know if everybody That's else the same will thing, it's no? not, They definitely said they're getting rid of the family, and it's just a whole new case. It kind of makes sense. I don't want it to be an ensemble cast like an American Horror Story. I would want it to be a whole new thing. It's just you have to get a whole new group of awesome people. <sighs> well, this will go on to un- whatever. I'll save it for that. Uh, it's kind of on his character, though. Uh, Ryan Johnson contemplated cutting the whole LeBlanc donut speech thing and, in general, <laughs> just like trying to tone back his accent. But uh, Daniel Craig was insistent, and he even insisted that, like. So that was his choice. They didn't direct him to do that. He's like, I'm going for this. I was going to say this in, for questions. In what the, do we think about in this? The script, <laughs> in the script, it says a light southern accent. What? <laughs> But I have to save a fact because it, dr- it leads into my recasting. I have to ask the question just now. What do we think about that? I hated the it. The first time, I'm like, this is so dumb. But then, I'm like, you give it time. It honestly much just like took a donut like with 20, no 30 hole. minutes. And I was like, But, I was but like, then you okay. love it so much. I have this. Yeah. It's, it's like Bane. That initially, it took me roughly 20 minutes before I was like, I love this. Yeah. It's at weird because you didn't know if he's just doing, if he's bad. You just don't know if he's bad at an accent. Yeah, the first, first time I was like looking him, down like, the line, like, is he really doing this? Is he gonna ruin this movie? For and I us? think he is bad at an accent, <laughs> but he plays it so well. All you got to do is commit. Just commit a hundred percent. So, um, it, it is really one of the best parts of the movie. Eventually. So if that truly is hit, like the main character for Knives Out Two, then that's gonna be awesome. Mm, yeah, uh, hopefully I hope follow that. Better keep like private investigator. Hell yeah. Oh, I've always thought this. This has nothing to do with the movie, but more private investigators. I would be a great private investigator for the part where you sit inside a car <laughs> and just look at shit and eat, like, meatball subs <laughs> or, like, cold pizza. But outside of that, I'd be pretty bad. The downside also is I think you're supposed to be sneaking in, but, hey, you out there. You be- I, guess I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't draw attention to eating a meatball sub, <laughs> but I would miss a lot of clues because I'd be, like, all I'd be good at, like, up. being, like, behind a tinted glass, like, door in an office just looking out into the rain. <laughs> Oh, so like just full of regret. It's like yeah. my family doesn't love me anymore. So, <laughs> so I got you. But I got to solve this case, I don't I? This case. 
Uh, so several of the characters refer to that fictional Hallmark movie with uh, Danica McKellar, uh, Deadly by Surprise. She's a real writer. She actually makes ha- like uh-huh. Hallmark movies. This one was make-believe, but she liked her being referenced so much by it that she sent Ryan Johnson a knife engraved with Deadly by Surprise. Oh, uh, that's funny. Wait, so were they trolling her? No, kind in a, in a <laughs> cute and fun way. Uh, this is kind of fun. Some of the interiors uh, for the mansion were filmed at Ames Mansion in Easton, uh, Massachusetts, but the exteriors for the house uh, were a mansion actually just outside of Boston, but it's a real house. It's just someone's home, but contractually to be filmed there, they just had it set so that it could the location would never be released so people wouldn't storm their house. The outside but, of that place looks awesome. Yeah, that whole like property and estate's just someone's real okay. dope house, which is cool. I get that the inside's kind of fake, but yeah, like, it's yeah. gotta be. <laughs> but the outside is immaculate. Okay, qu- oh, I had to save a question, they sorry. They find the great, like, you know, yeah, who done it? Totally. And, so and let's be honest, we'll talk about that coming up. But that's one of the most important things about this movie, is the set design and yeah. the house itself. But we'll get to that. Um, uh, so this is going to be weird, and I heard this actually around the time. You know the sweater that uh, Chris Evans' character Ransom wears? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Supposedly, what's it called? Cable knit sweater. Cable knit sweater. Supposedly, the popularity of this movie and specifically that sweater made it a trend. Oh, there were a season. bunch of memes like in 2019 after this movie. <laughs> like dogs wearing cable knit sweaters. <laughs> Just everybody wearing cable. I don't think I'm I could pull missed, one off. I missed the cable knit sweater like year. Well, that's 2019. I missed back. it and then we had the hey, pandemic and now COVID, we're all winter's yeah, coming COVID guys. Really it's getting back in that time. Hurt the cable knit sweaters. <laughs> that's true. Although it should have been like you're at home. The cable net sweater should be seen. <laughs> I suppose the closest I've come was wearing this to like a Christmas program as a kid. Yep. Just sure. shoved in one of those. Uh, neck right above it. Something oh, yeah. to look uh, out for actually in Ransom's clothing. They wanted to portray him as being like, um, well, essentially they wanted him high class but clearly he's just like a an asshole and he doesn't treat things well so if you look all of his clothes are high end but he'll have like he'll have holes in it frays his shoes are all worn out so like that was kind of a character choice they were trying to make that high end stuff but worn down and shitty interesting I noticed it on the cable knit sweater nice it's frayed on the arms yeah the arms I didn't know if that was like a style I was like what's he doing there I don't know I tried to fray mine looked cool to me (laughs) I bought mine pre-frayed uh, just uh, just uh, props to where Ryan Johnson, just his um, his meticulous just eye for detail. Uh, throughout the movie, anytime there's a clock or a phone time being displayed at all, people on set would ask what time it's supposed to be actually in relation to the story. So they always made sure that the time telling would be sequential down to minutes. Okay, that actually explained it. But I was reading that. I, I was like trying to. I was like, so I as well read that. Does he mean... I read that. I'm like, yeah, so does every movie. Well. Yeah, I mean, most movies would. It's just a continuity thing. But I guess just their attention to details. He was like minute by minute, interview by interview. Here's where the clocks should be. Like time I got day. it. They're saying down to the minute it's accurate versus yeah, just like the if, time of if day. in like an alibi, they're saying 1145 and it's like even just off by five minutes. He did take some liberties with Marta's condition where she throws up anytime she lies. He made that up. People are like, is that real? And then he's like, no, it's not real. <laughs> Um, Which, but well, then I saw like a doctor talk. He's like, well, people throw up when they get nervous, so it could be like that. And he's like, it's not. <laughs> it's just I made it up. Just made it up. Nice. Yeah. Kind of uh, love that. We got a shout out to um, our sister-in-law, Krista. She hates the movie because of this. It may rub people the wrong way, but I'm okay with it. Shout out, Krista. Shout out Krista. Yeah, sorry about Jordan's take there. Also give Rick I and Morty a chance. Side, maybe. I could see it. No, I get it. I think there'd be some things that like would rub me the wrong way. Um, but it's just it's barnacles, and it's um, Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. two through seven. Um, first one's good. <laughs> cool. Uh, you guys I hate have any barnacles? More, you guys have any more facts? 
Um, no more facts on this end, I don't think. This one had a million facts, and I am saving one for my recasting, but it, I think, ended up incepting my decisions. So I just got to wait until my reveal. My big reveal. There's also, like, 200 more that just are, like, not irrelevant. Like, So there's a million facts on this one. If there's, like, a major one we missed, make sure you write us in on the movie poster. But for new reels now, we're going to move on to questions. Comments. Animosities. Questions, comments, animosity. Quick comment. We've said it a bunch, but I love a good whodunit. I really do. And we already said this one. We already kind of know who did it, but oh, what happened? You know, just in general. It's, a mystery. Uh, it's, yeah, it's like a whodunit for the first 25 minutes. And then, then you're like, oh, is she going to get caught? And then they twist you at the end. But in general, just the ambiance, the the, the, the the score, just the, the the look of it. They lean in so hard to just this genre, and it, and it just plays so well. I'll even elaborate on that, that. I've said this about so many new movies that we like. They don't make many movies just even though this one's going to become whatever it is. It at the moment, at the time it seemed like a good standalone movie that wasn't an Oscar movie, that wasn't like a gritty Oscar movie and mm-hmm. it wasn't a superhero movie. Yeah. I'm like, "Wow, I miss I just miss a standalone like romp story. Yeah. Like yep. a good fun fucking Agreed. romp." And uh, Not this like is a, it. like a villain arc. Yeah, we don't even need it. They made you. You're having fun. Get some popcorn. Get some snacks. Just enjoy them. Just enjoy the show. And this did it. Um, so just going now into the just some of the things about the movie. Uh, animosity. I know time was rushed and stuff, but if I'm Harlan, slitting my own throat is not the. I don't know what I would have done in a rush, but I don't think I would have done that. I mean, that's the biggest, like, what you doing, Harlan? Why don't she just wait it out? Well, yeah, and animosity. Like, but that whole, like, I, I, I rewatched it today, and the whole scene is like, quick, we don't have any time. He wastes, like, eight minutes, and he's had morphine before. You would assume by that time he'd be like, I feel fine. But they also would have had time. Good, like, head on his shoulders. Like, yeah, let's call the ambulance. Like, let's try to yeah, figure like, this one I, out. Granted, we wouldn't have had a movie, but it just seems like, one, the slitting your throat. Whoa, bro. I would hold on. He dies. And the will is just still in her name, right? Yeah, like he would should have known that. Like, well, that and like, if he honestly thought that she did overdose, did which he Harlan like f- the chaos? did he want that to happen? No, no. He he already, he already created the chaos. He already did it. You know, he already cut everybody off. In his mind, it was done. Yeah, it's a big overreaction. It was almost perfect oh, yeah. for him though, as like an author of these kind of like yeah, mysteries. I'm sure he like this it. is like this is exactly how I wanted to do it. <laughs> He I bet might there was like a... it better like that. He's just been looking for like instances all last week yeah, before. Yeah, right. It's like I'm gonna slip my throat now. Um, it's like I bet uh, Harlan had about like he 30 seconds all his arsenic. <laughs> yeah, I bet Harlan had about 30 seconds where he's like, oh, I should have slipped my wrist. This was a terrible. <laughs> oh, my. oh my god, why did I, I do mean, this? I think I would have if I was him. I would just ridden out the morphine and see how that went. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why did would he have to do anything? Because like he should have known if he is. Sounds uh, like that might suck. The I don't know. Well, it's a better. It sounds like better than slitting your throat. Probably. I mean, you're but, gonna chase well, the dragon quicker. for how much time you got left. Didn't we then... see Fran kind of do the same thing? Didn't yeah, seem enjoyable. That was a morphine, though, was it? Yeah, it was morphine. It was morphine. You did it. You did it. But here's the thing, though. Still animosity back to this. Harlan wrote crime novels. He should have known that there would have been a toxicology, and no matter what, his blood would have been, like, damning. So, like, his whole plan would never have worked anyway if things would have In Harlan's defense, he 
He's was on old. a lot of morphine. Well, supposedly. <laughs> he thought of, he was pretty fucking he thought of everything. He wasn't until sound of Maybe mind. the most important part. Whereas yeah. the, it's the, the toxicology. This report. is a classic case. Handing a kid a, an on alcoholic beer and then just seeing him get, whoa, I feel so funny. Harlem, slow down. I will say, okay, I'll say this. It's Harlan, by Harlan, the way. Harlan, Harlan. That's going to come up, and I apologize. I've heard Harland tonight. I've heard Harlem tonight. So oh, I'm sure I've said all of the above, <laughs> and I'll never get it right. Don't even get me on how many times I'm going to say rants. Some. Rancid. Rancid, yeah. It's just so damn close. You I may- know I believe it's ransom. I looked it up just to make sure. But that doesn't mean I'm going to say it like that. Anyway, in my defense of Harlin. Love it. He was on opiates. He was fucking riding the dragon. He, he was wasn't, off. No, she still shot him up with some, just not as much as she thought, right? No, it was no, the correct No, she, she did everything correct because she's a good nurse. But the correct amount of opiates that yeah, he was yeah. on was still going to make him feel pretty cool. But she didn't do that. She gave him his medication. Which was opium, wasn't wasn't it? It She never got to the opium. No, he has medication, then he had morphine. He had two things. Oh, morphine, sorry. He's like, if you're going to shoot me with that poison, I want the good stuff. So he just got medicine. Just medicine. Yeah, so, nope. So all that's kaput. Yeah, he was like a high schooler just lying. Yeah, all that's kaput. Yeah, sorry about that. No problem. Uh, Comment, I want a manor. Just not necessarily that spooky. I wouldn't have so many scary old timey things in there. Definitely want a globe, some atlasy kind of things. I I respect a manor. It's just, it's just too creepy. I think scary. Marta's gonna be f- just fucked up for the rest of her life, though. No, like I think she's gonna be. I think she'd okay. be okay. I think she'd be just. I think she's gonna be okay. It seems yes. like they had a nice relationship. And that's gonna she, be. That's gonna she's be like, a problem. Yeah, she just let him kill you himself could, without. You, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's pretty. Well, I mean, she just has the trauma of that experience. She and that can sucks. easily sell the manor. Yeah, really. Harlem kind of did wrong her pretty hard in the end, but he was trying to be cool in his defense. You know, he's trying. He definitely Harlem was, didn't know. He was going to make it hard on her no matter what. Yeah, with that will thing. Oh, I got a real question. He would have told her eventually, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he would have just got it. sprung on her because of all the unnecessary... Why was he so ready to like, actually, create this elaborate story like, and then just... like He, he was ready for this, that like actually, we're saying. The last thing's like, by the way, you're, you're the last person on my will. And just like, <laughs> <laughs> You've got everything. Frank Oz knows everything. Uh, <laughs> he'll fill uh, you in on the rest. Um, I, I just... A blanket comment. Magic ink. <laughs> Sometimes you'll see star-studded casts like this, and it won't work. The chemistry mm. doesn't jive, and there's like... Your Valentine's Day, your New Year's, when people tried to make their own love actuallys, but it turns out you need yeah. writing. You need to you spend need money story. on a good story, yeah. not just on a big cast. The cast alone doesn't create chemistry if, uh, if a script is bad. And I'm really thinking of that one movie where like their dad dies. It's got like Tina Fey... Uh, Adam Driver, like it, they're they're having Shiva, whatever it, it is. But Crash does it well. Yeah, Crash is. Yeah, that was a good I'm one. just saying, but they had the story there, or whatever. Sure. You know, it can't yeah, just, just be a star studded cast. And it's like and go. This one yep. feels more like an already respected director, and then people read the material and wanted to come to it, as opposed to someone just trying to get a bunch of people on a project. I agree, and I like that they all got to lean into the hamminess of the genre. Which brings like, up, everybody uh, nailed it, and uh, shout out to Don Johnson. He plays dipshittery just Oh, well, there great. you go then, because I was about to say, who is your favorite family member that well, wasn't a main character? I don't know if he's character? my favorite, but just like looking back, like, I don't he's know. Pretty Don, he's pretty funny. He's pretty fucking like, funny. Like, his character itself is bad, but he does it so well, it's pretty hilarious. Um, Who's my favorite character? Like, honestly, it, it almost... They're all such pieces of shit. Yeah. And you kind of all need them. It's like they all have their moments, and that one makes it... That's what... I kind of like Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know. She's like the rock that holds down the family moving forward, I think. She does seem like the main character as far as the family goes. Like, the the the, the head of the family. But they've all got... Like, every character has a moment of funniness. Minus. She's the least piece of shit. 
Yeah, yeah, she yeah. kind of she's, agree with that. Yeah, that's she's got true. a little cute thing with her dad with like the secret communication. Yeah, all she did was take like a million dollar loan. Yeah, she really <laughs> didn't do much other than have she a shitty husband. She just had a husband. shitty son. Like, yeah, shitty, a shitty son and a husband. Well, that she did we not. should blame we should blame people for raising shitty kids, Tom Hanks. It's definitely. Well, <laughs> hey, come on, it's a white boy summer. I know, but like we shouldn't give him a pass. <laughs> we, I like, I know he's done so much for us as a whole, making great movies, but. That's pretty. That's a pretty big neglectful thing you you put into the world. <laughs> yeah. anyway, sorry. Well, he hasn't killed anybody yet. I think it might be uh, Don. I think it might be. Uh, um, oh my God! Why am I? Speaking? I think Don, Don Johnson's, Johnson's like got some really funny moments, but he's not my favorite character. I mean, Marta. No, it's it's Ben. It's Ben White. It's Ben White Blanc. I was kind of thinking. It's just, it just is. I've seen, well, just, I've, the, I've the, seen the family within the family. Oh, in the family. Because that makes the question because he way, way because he might because he might be the be, it might be LeBlanc. So in I, the family, if you say Benoit Blanc, I'm gonna argue that it's Marta. Well, yeah, she's the main character, you know. But like, well, so is he. Kind of, I mean, he's like the main like. I'm just saying, if you're picking him, I, I'm picking her. I'm just saying, fun though. He's the more fun one out of the two. I. She holds it down, obviously. We see the story unfold through her. Um, yeah, I didn't say yeah, who's, I didn't say who's the best. I said who's your favorite. In mine, I'm going Don Johnson. <laughs> Don Johnson. Daniel Craig. In, in the family? No, just in general. This is Ben Wolfgang. It just adds so much. Without him, it's a different movie. It's just I'm, so I, different. Fuck. Fucking uh, Trooper... Oh, um, yeah. Trooper, Trooper Wanger? What's his he, fucking he's, name? He's pretty hilarious. Just Trooper Wagner. When he shushes the lieutenant at the end when, the, when, <laughs> when Benoit's going on, she's like, <laughs> <laughs> The way he just fanboys so hard is just hilarious. <laughs> she's an influencer. Oh, do you want know to kind of notice this time? Just kind of a comment. Uh, Walt's wife is like barely in this movie. She isn't interrogated by the police, and she's really just in the opening scene and kind of the She's only in the big family gathering well, her scenes. Her and the son are kind of just in the background. Well, the, the sons yeah, her, are kind of fine with losing. Her but and the son are kind of like the same. I do completely forget time. about her. I, well, that's just the thing. I totally like the son. Even you remember just because the masturbating the deer porn in the bathroom, like dead animals in the bathroom, is like funny. <laughs> but like elite, but that she, little Nazi kid masturbating, <laughs> masturbating in the bathroom. But doesn't it seem like she could have had more? Or like we'll cut her character or add to it? Or like, it just seems like it just she shouldn't have been. She might there. have had a deleted scene that would have given her stuff, but I can't remember or not if I if I. You're that. saying make it 20 minutes longer, like, and make her more you're part of the story. You're saying, at least give her the no, police I would interview. Say just nix her. At least please. we already got enough characters. That's what I'm saying. Or she should have just been like the Meg family, just like kind of like put those two together as the couple, maybe or something. I don't know. It just seems like an extra character then that just missed out. Sure. Hear sure. me out. Something I would have liked to see was like maybe more recognizable names to keep everybody straight. Like sort of like in um, in Clue, you have oh, like they use their names a lot more. So we yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't actually, know what I'm trying to say just for there, whodunits, it's, there's it's a, hard to keep everybody straight sometimes. There's an unverified that Ryan Johnson did for himself to keep everybody outside of Ransom, Ransom, and somebody else. He used um, classic rocker names for um, the cast for their characters. We talked about the manor, but I think it's one of the most important characters of the of the movie. The you know, opening shot with the dogs is just like it really sets the scene of what you're getting into. The music, just the violin. The, the the drama yeah, of it all the strings are awesome mm. I really do like the score of this one and we talk about this a lot but this adds. actually comes up a lot I think this is important Who does the score actually great season mm. it it is either spring or early fall, fall. I can't grayish quite tell. and coldish grayish cold is needed you can't have a summertime who's done what do you think like November that October or, it's the, that the, or, the Northeast right we we assume that for some reason I have a feeling it's coming off it was winter. released right around Thanksgiving so it's like it's oh, a good yeah, Thanksgiving go. movie. 
We did we see did it see as a theater. family, yeah. actually. As Hold on, this actually movie. may have been the last movie I saw in theaters before, nice. uh, before COVID. COVID. Could have been for it us, It was too, probably honestly. close to us, too, because it was like, you know, then... It was in fall 2019, and then I think January. I saw it, like, December like yeah. 15th yeah. or something. Yeah, actually probably adds up for us, too. Crazy! Yeah. Um, we what? already... T- oh, and then, yeah. hold on, like, we're back at movies now, no? Yeah, oh, I oh, saw... I'm back. I've seen three movies I'm in, this, baby. like, month. What have great. you seen? What have you guys seen? Green Knight and uh, Free Guy. And Jungle Cruise. Green Knight, Free Guy, Jungle Cruise. I plan yeah. on seeing Jungle Cruise. Feels good to be back, though. Yeah, it's nice. I'm enjoying it. Uh, we talked about it a second, but really, what do we think about the throwing up thing? Because it is a little bit like Benoit Blanc's uh, accent to me, that it is over the top, but it is just such a fun... So you guys hate farts, I hate puke. I just, oh, okay. so does it take you out of it then? It doesn't take me out, but like I don't like I don't see I don't like seeing a puke scene. I just don't I get that. So for it's instance, like a projectile one like that, like it clearly just that's just not how puke I, happens. <laughs> I think that would ruin it if the if we saw the puke every time, I'd be like, we can't watch this movie. What are you doing? Yeah, the fact that it's just audible, I know it's difficult for a lot of people. If you I saw it every time, yeah, fuck no, that. Then I would be I'm not. Out. It's a weird quirk that they use, and it I'm okay with weird. it because it doesn't gross me out. I don't hate because it because of its originality. Like the... it, that's what because it is original. I like it, but it yeah. is a little silly. It is silly, but I don't hate it because like it, it's oh, it's impossible. I'm not looking at it from like that standpoint. Like, is it less believable than Benoit Blanc? I don't think so. So I mean, I'm willing right. to, if I'm willing to accept that guy. Oh man, what a what a CSI KFC. The donut hole thing just—it's not a donut hole, but it's smaller donut with its own hole. Uh. It's smaller donut, and then I realized that donut has no hole. Do you want to know what my favorite cut cutback lines? It goes to Don Johnson. It's right after Jamie Lee Curtis is like. You think I'm just gonna give up my family and their information, and then it cuts to him. He's like, yeah, yeah. "It's a whole goddamn thing." Yeah. I just love his dipshittery character so much. That and part they, was amazing. They have cool. such good cuts in that. When he's arguing concept. too about politics in the living room, he just holds out the plate to Marta while he's like trying to get her on his side too. She's like, from I don't know Paraguay or something. Guys, that's a great ongoing joke, and it, it didn't get old with me. Everybody just misspoke where she's from. I don't actually know where she is from. Where was it? Where did it end up being? And they never said. Great. It's a South American country. We know that much. Hmm. But uh, she is actually Cuban. She is of Cuban descent. Okay, I know that Marta's in or shock after the... Cuban. I know Marta's in shock after the will reading. It's a bit of an animosity, though. Like, Ransom is clearly the biggest dick out of the family. Why would she... Okay, maybe hop in his car to get away, but, like, continue to trust Confide him at the diner. Him. Yeah, yeah, hell she, no. Like, if, she's the, if he's the worst in the family and everyone knows that, why would she lean in? And then on top of that, Ransom... Because she did hate Ransom. Wait, she doesn't someone say well, But so, why would she you, tell him everything then? She's under duress. That's why I'm, oh, that's why I'm like, she's in shock, but that's a hey, little she unbelievable. she wasn't playing to win the game. She was just cr- playing to that's create true. a beautiful, beautiful that's piece. That's true. Just, but just, in my second he thing, he's maybe more important. Though, like, he made her throw yeah. up. She didn't, like, actively. She just has this dumb condition. That part was awesome. Yeah. Nice uh, little sneaky play. But, but more on top of that, they kind of do say this at the end, but, like, why he had to sneak back and switch the bags, but... Knowing all the information he does, why wouldn't Ransom then just throw her under the bus, tell the cops that, and that would be enough incriminating evidence? The only thing is that Fran saw him tampering with the bags, but then he could just lie and say something like, oh, I saw Marta. So Ransom was Ransom's dead. Not by that point. No. No, I'm, I'm to, to your point, though, like, th- you can't talk to her anymore, so, like, that's even more of, like, Oh, yeah, that, if, hush, he would, if he just would have shut his mouth, he yeah. probably could have been fine. I just want to clarify well, this, and this may be stupid. We never would have even gotten to that point, because he wouldn't have even gotten that letter. Like, it would have been, like, the day before the whole Fran thing. He could have just been, yeah. like, Marta just confessed to me. 
the whole reason he did that was to frame Marta from the get go, right? Yeah. But then after it didn't end up being the toxicology report, I don't know why he continued with. Everything. Well, because yeah, he already knew about the, her throwing up thing, so he could have. No- she wouldn't have known that she was innocent, so she would have just incriminated herself. Blah, blah, and like, blah. yeah. Anyway, so he could have just done that. Granted, again, it's a way better movie doing that, but I feel like sure. there is a little bit of a logic had, fuckery had going on there. He, had she just broken? Had Marta just like? Caught off ransom some money. Would he have just been like chill? He's like, all right, cool, we're done. Nah. Or did he want in it for all a penny and for a pound? All right, they they go up. Okay, yeah. I will say this. That, that's why I do like that callback to that. Uh, to the knife. Oh, ransom. He doesn't know the difference between just as a metaphor between the real, like a a, a real thing or a proper. Right, right. Just, what does he say at the end? Of that? It's just like fuck. He doesn't say. I think fuck, he's like ah shit. shit. <laughs> oh yeah, shit's. I actually think shit going around. Yeah, it, it actually it's does better. play funnier. Ah shit. Um when uh when Ransom is getting Marta to confess at the restaurant, mm-hmm. I don't feel like getting myself a sweater, but I am in the mood for some cornbread and some beers. Oh, I did like the look of that little that little hoity twitty little cafe down yeah, there. Yeah, it almost seems like it should be beach around hmm. a beach. I get that vibe kind or of water, but Sorry, did you that? see that there was a guy with the co- no, like I a saw light LED vest running by? We had a jogger who was fully illuminated going by. On the sidewalk though, so I don't know. Kind of to the same thing. A little bit of an animosity, maybe just a comment. Fran, why didn't she just go to the cops? She's like, I saw Ransom messing around with some stuff. He was going behind the police line. If she just would have gone to Benoit, then she probably would have lived. I don't even know how she ended up meeting him. Why? Why? Who? The timeline is a little confusing. He did that. I understand that that she was meeting up somebody. Well, Ransom would have gone to meet Fran right before she met up with. But why would she meet up with him? That is my end. That that that, that I'm confused about. It's so enter dumb. my comment. Okay, we're that's, all caught that, up now. That's what I said. I was like, why would she do this whole thing when she could have just told the police, "Hey, I saw this dick grandson that no one likes messing with the medical bag going behind the police line. That's enough to start the whole thing." And she lives. Bada bing, yeah, bada boom. She, I mean, I guess she deserves it actually. <laughs> Good point. Fucking idiot. What? So let's come to the answer for that. Was it money? She wanted. She was black, but she never. I, I, yeah, I guess it was, but they never mentioned money. It was just that she was trying at to. At the end, there's hit. also a reveal that she had like a cousin that worked at the reception desk or something, right? That's how she got the. Yeah, that's how she like got the toxicology report. But so it's not like she'd have to black. Yeah, that, that's, get, that, that's my okay. whole okay. animosity. No, I, 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 I don't. I'm on the same page. I'm just trying I to come up with the reason. Get it? Because she, it, it didn't seem like she was blackmailing him for money, though. I think she just wanted, just wanted to, be to like, get him I caught. found you. Yeah. and that's how you get yourself killed. Well, he was just an asshole. You know what? Right? Though she works for Harlan. She she's into Hallmark movies. Death by Dead by Death by Surprise or something. Maybe she's just as dramatic and stupid as Harlan. I think she's just dumb. Yeah, and she got killed. Sure did. Well, I guess that we answered that, everybody. But there you go. It was well, a roundabout donut way. <laughs> Um, what'd you think about the car chase? I thought Marta was taking uh, big stances of not stopping. I guess I was really Benoit confused by Blanc that scene initially. One of, the, one of my favorite quotes in that movie is, "Oh God, that was just the, <laughs> was the dumbest car chase ever." Because <laughs> 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 you're kind of the whole time like, "Yeah, this what the fuck what is she gonna do?" She's it, driving like 35 miles yeah. per hour, just kind of evading. And it's hilarious that they just pull up right next yeah. to the moment. It's like, <laughs> well, just the moment that uh, that Daniel Craig sees him, he's like, "Hey, hey!" Like, just starts running towards her. It's funny. That's a fourth wall thing. It's not, but it, like that, it's they're winking at themselves, and I like that. I do like the whole movie. They wink at the audience, not in a fourth wall break, but like they made a movie for us. We're all in on it. The actors, yeah, and yeah. Us and everybody. Well, like I will say though, that was the moment where it did kind of jump. Her. I'm like, oh, what is happening? Because she's going to get caught now. Where I was kind of like, oh, this is twisting a little earlier than I 
thought it did would. Did you guys ever suspect Ransom until it happened? I really didn't. Oh, well, that was actually my answer. Who, what did you guys initially think? Who were your su- suspects? I don't know. I mean, anybody I knew could be, be a in... twist, but I, for, I mean, for that whole chunk there, I was like, how is she going to get out of this? I yeah. will say Ransom kind of bought me over with that diner scene that I did think when he was getting like taken after that yeah. police chase. I, 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 I was like, take in. the deal with Ransom. That's really good. I don't know. I didn't know what I thought. I, I, I kind of initially went in thinking Jamie Lee Curtis because sure. she was the biggest star. I guess she was I was just anybody could do it. If yeah. you wanted a twist, it could have been like that weird Nazi son or something. A character you uh, don't a see. A Meg or something. Yeah. She so, really like, needed next semester's tuition. <laughs> I watched it as it played out. Could have been anybody. It was Ransom. Hmm. He was the craziest one. Uh, Sick car. The, really the, like that whole aspect. The end scene, just the end, like cinematography, where like they're all like kind of like looking back one at a time, and it's just her up there on the the balcony with the. They have actually my a couple. House, my rules, my coffee mug. Like, they have a couple of really cool shots like that, and when Meg's on the phone, where all of a sudden they'll pan over, and it's just really good spacing of like yes. everyone's fam, everyone's face, and the family kind of going down like it is the movie poster. They have a couple of really good shots of that. I love shots like that. So that my my. My coffee, my mug, my house. Mm-hmm. That was gonna maybe be the original shot of the movie he was gonna use and like come back to it. So it was still in there, but no one was using it. It was just like yeah, yeah. So they had the mug, and then for that final scene, they weren't gonna use the mug. But Marta, the actress, whoever she is, she grabbed it. And she's like, "I'm gonna use it for this scene." And they're like, "Oh, well, that's really that works it's perfect. Perfect. That's what we probably so tried perfect. to do the whole time." Uh, just a comment. If I know that like Benoit is a uh, big time. Like investigator, but I love how open the cops are with him just being there. Granted, one's a fanboy, but even seems like the lieutenant wouldn't be like, I don't know, as inviting. And even just how forthcoming they are with Marta with all the information. Like, technically, she's a suspect, but the whole time, like, I love when um, Daniel Craig gets in the car. He's like, "Okay, I'll go with Marta. I'll catch her up on what we know, and she can let me know what she knows." Kind of thing. Like, (laughs) like she's like part of the team. Like that whole like middle chunk is where you just think Benoit was like aloof as fuck. Yeah. But in the end, you feel like realize he's smarter and just knew the whole time. But that character, I wish you you don't know how sharp he is, is just awesome. When he's singing and the ambulance comes up. (laughs) Oh God damn it. Wouldn't it have been fun if he stayed aloof the whole time and didn't know? I guess it makes sense that he does, but... It would make the next few movies more interesting. He, I, it, like he still has that feel, though. Yeah, Even though he knew, true. still kind of just... There's not a lot of times where I'm interested in prequels, but I would like to see some of his previous work. Just to see how he got to be Benoit Blanc. Well, we could have an interesting story because we do know that his dad was friends with Harlan back in the war or something like that. So we have That's an origin true. story. Yep. I do just want to say I like Lakeith Stanfield. He's like the I do. I like him a lot. Anything he's in, he's just good. He. What's weird though is he seems so cool in this. Like he doesn't seem like a cop necessarily, but he just seems like I don't know a cool guy that I, I the, the, like being in the scene. When uh, when Marta puked at the end, he's like, "Damn!" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's oh. just so funny. This is honestly maybe my last thing, but animosity, and I know this is for drama and comedy effect. But when Ransom falls on her with the knife, there's like thirty seconds of a. Before, like, you see the slow-mo, everyone rushing in, but it takes them, like, 30 seconds to actually get there and get Ransom off. But they definitely I get why we did it. I mean, she was going to get stabbed if it was real. Yeah, like three more times. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's stuff I'm missing, but I just I just enjoy this movie so much. I really do. And I the reason I, I, I thought... So we've done two newer movies, new releases, that are neither 90s classics or cult classics, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that this has the capability, along with... Uh, John Wick that we did that it could be a modern day cult classic 
Now, unfortunately, John Wick and this, it seems like, are spreading out to franchise many, many sequels. Which, but I think the first one, and I think this one, like, maybe standalone. It's like, oh, those are really good movies. Just right? since movies are coming back now, mm-hmm. uh, kind of wanted, we talked about this on the Highwire podcast, but kind of want to get your guys' opinion on what are your movie snack go to's? Oh, it's, I'll give you a drink, like a popcorn size, and then, like, like a chocolate or something. Or a, or a I do a twofold. If I'm doing snack. popcorn. I'm going to get, like, a peanut M&M or Reese's Pieces, mix okay. it with the popcorn. Sure. Um, and then I'm a Twizzler guys, and I'm also a Red Vine guy. The uh, the Twist and Peel or whatever it was called? Pull and Peel? Oh, I love Pull and Peel, but that's not as much as a movie theater one. I like it waxy. Waxy. And I like it hard. Licorice, mm. got it. Nice. Uh, popcorn, uh, the biggest size, so I can get unlimited refills, and Milk Duds. Ooh, milk duds. Ooh, yeah, Milk Duds are a very movie theater I thing moved on me. to a caramel chocolate kind of guy. That's me. That's Cameron Jones now. Also, like, Sour Patch Kids. Not a sour guy. Never have been. Cameron used to be when we were kids. Used to be. Lost it. Chocolate. Well, chocolate that's why you have a friend who is a sour guy, and maybe a guy who's like, oh, it'd like be great sweet. if you could. It'd be great if you could mix and match it. Chocolatey sweet. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to recasting. Recasting. How'd you guys go, everybody? <laughs> okay, so recasting. <laughs> it's a big cast. <laughs> Holy shit, this cast is huge. It's a big cast. I didn't necessarily get everybody, but I did sure try. Uh, I will say, a lot of the movies, like they're not this big of a cast. Yeah. So this segment is a little easier in, in other flicks that Off we do. But uh, recasting, let's see what we got. Mark? But it, it, at least with this one, it's an ensemble cast where most of the characters get screen time. Except True. What's his name's wife? True. Uh, Mark, just throw out a name, and I'll see if I got him. It seems like you did most of the people, so we'll just base it off your list. Uh, Meg. Let's do Meg. Got uh, great Meg. Who we got? Got young Natalie Portman. Oh, interesting. It's the role sure. she played forever. Just I kind mean, of the smart daughter role. Yeah, like a stuck-up person. Kat Dennings. Cat, yeah, I kind of had a looks Cat Denning going on, but I actually went. Um, oh my god, where is she in my notes? Uh, Aaliyah uh, Shawcat. She is uh, maybe from Arrested Development. Oh yeah, it seems like she. Could. It, these all seem like somebody that could have gone to like an Ivy League yeah. school. Yeah, Joni. Uh, okay, actually, before I move on, I do have to say one thing. Uh, this was way I'm verified, and this is going to lead into a lot of my recasting. Uh, when um, for Joni? when Daniel Craig was looking for his accent, uh, he there, there was one person specifically he, he leaned into, but the other person was inspiration Christ- for his accent was Christopher Guest from Best in Show the with like the the different kind of nut when he's like doing that character <laughs> I get that so I kind of accidentally did a Christopher Guest recasting with 90% of the rest of this movie so who are oh. we on <laughs> so that makes oh, sense li- I could have cherry picked it you're we're saying on you're in the Christopher Parker Posey is my Joni but that actually oh, kind of works sure. anyway. that one actually does work you're gonna find a lot of mine kind of do <laughs> well that makes sense you're in a because the Christopher Guest crew is in a mockumentary, they could make this. I w- they I'm, could remake Clue. It just. I don't be- want them to do this, though. I want it to be this cast directed still by Ryan Johnson. I want the same thing, just with these people well, playing. Well, then me. you just lost Christopher Guest. <laughs> <laughs> go on. I'll mm-hmm. go. Elizabeth Banks. Oh, yeah. Right. Elizabeth. I, you know what? She's more versatile than I give The blonde Parker her. Posey. Yeah, that works for me. They do play similar characters. Plus, we know that Elizabeth Banks is in the like uh, Wet Hot American Summer crew, and then she's even crossed over to like, you know, other crews. True. Um, mine is Drew Barrymore. Sure. Okay. That seemed <laughs> that seemed like a reach at the end there. Just like a you just name. You pulled something no, out of I, a hat. No, I I came in with Drew Barrymore, and she just spoke to me. Hmm. Oh, weird. Yeah. 
Well, fuck. J- Jacob, does anybody have Jacob? I don't know. Which one is Jacob? The the, the son? Yeah, little Nazi masturbator. I, he wasn't wasn't enough. I just anybody. Frankie, Mendez. anybody? Sure. Actually, don't hate that. Yeah, I kind of like that. Thank you, Donna Walt's wife. Like a sheet, a piece of paper, anybody. something, any 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 oh, inanimate the chick, object. The chick from Queen's Gambit, because they kind of have a similar look. Oh, she's she should get a bigger role. Then. Yeah, that's All what right, I'm saying. She should have anyway. Let's get to some bigger ones here. Da, 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 Walt. Walt. Michael McKeon. He kind of plays the more stern out of, uh, again, we're in the Christopher Guest. Uh, you would say Mr. Green from Clue. I understand what you're saying. I, I, I don't, you, I I don't agree with here. that one because I think he's, I think that Michael McKean plays, even we're though he can play. We're recasting a Christopher Guest movie. We're, I told you what I'm doing and you just said, hey, okay. I don't give a shit what Jordan you guys did. Jordan thought it was fine. I'm now seeing what's about to happen, what's yeah. about to unfold in front of me, and I can already just see your list. Yeah, you, but you can't because it's so much better than you think. No, what I actually got? think that his he's not stern, but more kind of like peckish and dickish, but he's a little more silly and than that, the role gets. He can play. He plays more silly. Michael McKean? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm going to go home and have sex with my wife. Yeah. You're not saying that guy's a little silly? I'm saying, yeah, I'm mean, saying he is, but also Mike, I mean, I'm saying Michael Shannon's character. Everyone is a kind like, of funny in their own right. Yeah, okay. Let's see where I go. I have a weird one for this I'd have, one. I'd, Yours is better than mine, even though we're giving you shit. <laughs> what do you got? Mark Ruffalo. Oh, that would work. Yeah, yeah just holding it I can it see down. that. Um, I'm going with Adam Driver. Hmm. I know he's a little younger than the rest of the people, but I think he'd be great. And I think he doesn't get the chance He'd to play He'd be funny better too. somewhere else. I yeah, think, I actually but. just had another flash, but like, but you know, way to put him in here. I like, I like that. <laughs> this is going to get contentious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Give me another name. Richard Drysdale. Uh, I don't like this one, but this is where I put Eugene Levy. <laughs> Which one's Richard? That's uh, the husband to Don Johnson's character. Yeah. That's perfect. His is That's a little so more nice. clueless that he's being such uh, a dick, yeah. I guess, but... I actually like the Eugene. <laughs> okay, Levy. this feels more like a Michael McKean role. Is all I'm that's, saying. I, I, well, that's Costner. all I'm saying is if, if you're oh, that's Michael McKean. That's yeah. actually. I'm I, just sorry. I think that's more of his. I actually plays. had Michael McKean here, but can you see Eugene Levy as the other I guy? Mean, I can as an illusion. There's another husband. guy. You, you have to use fucking. Um, I can't see. Uh, I can't see. Bass player. Oh, I thought about Harry Shearer, but I wasn't sure. Harry Shearer. Um, oh, here's the thing. Eugene Levy would be playing um, the Michael Shannon character. The, that, that's why. Yeah. I that's why I put Michael McKee in there. He seems like he could be more stern. I think you flipped around. Anyway, I like Eugene Levy. It changes the role, but I don't lot. know. Who do you got? Kevin Costner. Oh. A little bit like of looks, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I don't know if he could be as fun, but he could definitely be a I, I cheating husband. I think he husband. could be. In, I don't know why. I've never seen him in that type of role, but. I like to believe he could. Sure. I. Jeff Daniels is kind of what came in my head, oh. and it's. I don't know why. I don't know if he's gonna play as if he can play dipshitty as much, but I, I know we that. got Dumb and Dumber. Robin Williams. Um, he's almost he's almost more the the Walt character to me, just because he's so because he plays a stern more. Yeah, stern. yeah. Okay. Okay. I also thought Jeff Bridges. Just for I have, I literally have that written down here. But yeah. it wasn't um, inspired, so I what didn't about... say it. But then I'm floundering over here. So I'm like, <laughs> what about Jeff Bridges? Do you like that? True. Do you true. like Jeff Bridges? <laughs> I know you guys like Jeff Bridges sometimes. Trooper Trooper Wagner, Michael Pena. He actually plays funny fanboy really well, and he I think he might he's probably played a cop a few times. But Michael Pena, yeah. I could see him just kind of being inside like oh, sh- 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 sh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just a fanboy. Oh yeah, yeah, he could totally do that. 
I didn't have a good one. That's a great one. I did. I did Anders Holm. Okay. Just I pretty much that. just rolled just from work. That works for me too. <laughs> Charlie Day. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah that works too. In the corner. Yeah, make this movie ten years ago. Excited sidekick. I like that. Yeah. I did not get Lieutenant Elliot. I couldn't think of a good replacement. I did, but I didn't feel great about it. And this isn't recency. These are, the reason I like this because I think pick the same guys, man. But not a chance. <laughs> like I don't think so. Just because I recast this, these are two people who plays. What's his name? The actor Lieutenant Elliot. Oh, Lakeith. Yeah, um, I like these two guys, something. and I think they should be playing more everyman roles. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we just saw a movie Lakeith where Santo. he didn't play an everyman role, but more of a knight, a green knight. Okay, I think it'd be a great Dev Patel role. Oh, Dev Patel. Yeah. Hmm. I love Dev Patel. And yeah, actually, that, could, that could kind of work. He could just be there. He's kind of got some... Yeah, that actually works great for me. Hmm. There you go. I told Megan that, and she's like, that's not good. I'm like, shut up. Yeah, I went chalk Anthony Mackie. Uh, give me face quick, Anthony Mackie. He uh, is... Remember the Titans. Uh, I think he, he's in he's Ant-Man. In, he's in the Marvel in Universe. He plays... Oh, oh, gotcha. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah, yeah, Anthony Mackie would be great. I like him in a lot of things. Interesting Netflix movie. give the movie. same like, cool guy vibe. Mm-hmm. Check out Behind the Wire, weird Netflix movie he's in. He plays a robot. It's okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, where are we at here? Sorry. Let's go to some of the more main characters now. Uh, Linda. Cameron's going Catherine O'Hara. Sure am. <laughs> yeah, I am. But doesn't that actually work pretty? And it bingo. Does. Doesn't it really that does. one work, though? That's almost why I wanted I'm to... mad be... about it. That's why I just wanted to pair her up with Eugene Levy, too, because it just works with... Uh, Shit's Creek. It's and so weird works. though because that universe, your people, they're so much funnier than this. Yeah, I know. Than this crew, it just—I mean, not to say they. Jordan, they I know what I do. did, but I, right. I'm just saying. Look, I'm—I'm I'm making you a just different. Made another Christopher Guest movie is what you did. Yeah, I made yeah. a Bozo universe. I'm just doing a similar thing. I'm gonna Ours say is one, a Bozo universe. Yours just could actually happen and like, yeah. be funny. They could make. They could remake. This Ours movie is the weird, like cousin, ugly cousin. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm gonna do one, and it's not good, but it's who I saw, and I'm gonna say it. And okay. she's not old enough. I think this is actually a good Tina Fey role. I don't think she translates to movies all that well. I think this one oh. works. That could work. Yeah. It almost have to be the youngest sister instead of the oldest sister. Whatever the age you want. Yeah. I think this is actually a really good Tina. Right. In movie magic, Harlan's grandmother was six years younger than him. You're right. Then he, she, he, There's he could whole, play. Then she could play Chris Evans' mom. Like based on Hollywood rules. By picking her too. Yeah, so, thank you. I thought um, that one was going to go I over did. poorly. Oh, that's fine. You guys still like Jeff Bridges? <laughs> All right, well, sorry. As a person, yes. I did, I'm not happy about mine either, but Glenn Close. Where are we at? Oh, around Linda? Yeah, she could do it. I thought someone might go like a Sigourney Weaver, because yeah, we tend to do that. everybody thought that's why we didn't do it. Thank, thank God. <laughs> thank for real. God. You're welcome, thank everybody. God. Yeah, we of course all thought that. Uh, Harlan Thrombey. The uh, the old man who I want to say mine first because I'm last. sure somebody's gonna say it. Hold sure. on, hold on. I've got three. Let's uh, pick a name. One, two, three. Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. High five. Okay. <laughs> Patrick Stewart. It was <laughs> either him or Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Patrick on the list. Stewart. Here's yeah. uh, uh, Richard Harris. I thought Richard Harris could be great at this. Here's I the thought problem. that too, but yeah. I actually so want to see Patrick Here's the problem Stewart though. I didn't. I, I had Brett, Richard Harris, and Patrick Stewart, but I was like, I don't want someone British for the family, so I went Paul Newman. Yeah, Paul Newman would have been good. We know him from old man roles such as... That's why I was like, he's the only other American old man I can think of that I, uh, that's charming I'm and actually, nice. Canadian, Chris Plummer, Canadian. Yeah, but close enough. I'm oh, actually fine if Patrick Stewart God. just has an, an accent. English accent. He, he moved here and has American Would kids. you rather have Patrick Harris or... or sorry, Patrick, Richard Harris? Richard Harris or Patrick Stewart, I though. I actually think I want 
Piece two. I, I just want Patrick Stewart. I, I thought about it. We all could have done Ian McKellen. We sure could have. He would have been fine. But to me, Christopher Plummer is one of those. He, I guess he's Canadian, but he speaks so clearly Proper. and theatery. He's practically yeah. British. He's just not. Only by technicality. That's not. why we need practically British, but not, though. And that's why I put Paul Newman. Uh, now, Ransom Drysdale. Who do we got? I, I actually, feel good about I forgot Zac about Efron. this until. Oh, I had Zach Efron. Douchebag Zach Efron. That's my number two. Who do you have, though? I'm curious if you have a. Ryan Reynolds. Yep. I put Jake Gyllenhaal as my number one. Oh, I put oh. JT as my number oh, one. Oh, yeah. I, I thought, I, sorry, Mark, Mark was doing hand gestures, and I thought I thought the T was a G. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, sorry. You said JT Ryan Reynolds? Works, um. I, I, yeah, I said Ryan Reynolds. That could work. I, I don't know if he could tone down his, like, oh, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Don't tone it down. Keep yeah. it going. And by, 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 tone that, it that, up that, that, that's, that's maybe too much for this movie, though, you know? Go full Reynolds. We just saw it. It was, it was free, guy. It was great. Okay, then go, like, half Reynolds. <laughs> because it's... it's uh, Do you guys want to know... Ransom who? doesn't have that many speaking lines he, until the last half of the movie. Yeah, he just kind of needs to be a heartthrob. I mean, he is a good... I mean, he's a little funny, but... No, I think the reason, though, you guys, people, he said Jake Gyllenhaal, one of them, Justin Timberlake, the other. And Zac Efron. And Zac Efron. They all play swarmy-type, rich mm-hmm. people. The type of person to be like, do you know who my dad is? You could all buy them doing that. And that's why I think... In a in a more dramatic version of this, blanket on his. <laughs> oh Jesus! Who's uh, you need to write down recasting. Uh, no, but this is this is off the top. Wait, of the you didn't have we it. know. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Too big. Young Tom Cruise. Too big. Young Tom Too Cruise old. before he's big. That could work, but get all right. That's casting Cruise. Then we got Marta. We're not done. <laughs> Jesus Christ! We have a couple characters to go. How many more characters? We're just a Marta. We have Benoit and Marta. So let's let's do Marta first. Lisa this was, Bonet. This was a little hard. Just Lisa be, Bonet for me. I, would I, just, I, I just I don't know that foreign. many Spanish-speaking actresses. Well, I didn't have to stick with Spanish, but I went French. Uh, <laughs> I just kept it a no-name Spanish actress because I think having her not be the only having her be the only one that's not a star actually worked in the favor of the movie. Okay. And that's you also, have to say the name. You didn't say no, no. I just did he do it again? He I did just, it again. I didn't pick a name. Oh, I just okay. Said, <laughs> I just thought, so you no, can't just lead it up. No, like just that. a no-named actress. <laughs> like that, that, that oh, I didn't so you, okay. know. I get I'm it. just saying, whoever it is, is just somebody who's not a star with okay. a name. I think that works to the the way the movie. That's goes. out of the box. I'll accept that. You might you. like this. I did Aiza Gonzalez. She's from Baby Driver. Uh, you would know her recently from. She is in. She's in the TV well, series enough, from Dusk Dusk Till Dawn. Didn't Chris Evans say like Baby Driver? In the he movie? does say that actually. Funny yeah. enough, oh, really? yeah. But uh, she's the female in Baby Driver. That's, that's, okay, that's what I got. Okay. She's attractive. I'm be pulling out of Jordan's magical hat on Benoit Blanc. I got a here. good one. This is the only one I've heard about. You have to about. say the name. I need you to know that. <laughs> Ray Fiennes. I think it's a great role oh, for him. Yeah, and I want him to actually do a weird accent. Yeah, that would work but for me. But if he keeps it cheeky and British, I'll take that too. He's really grown on me, much like, I guess right now... Um, Oh my god! Who plays Benoit Blanc? What's his name nowadays? Daniel, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Just like <laughs> this is a bit. You're doing a buffet of bits right now. I feel like Daniel Craig and Ray Fiennes have gotten to lean into their comedic a little abilities. kookiness. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, that's like mine. And I thought it was good. And that's I thought great. about no, that's that great. one. As you can tell, more than others. How confident do you feel on yours? Uh, I mean, good? It's, it's Christopher right. Guest. It's the accent. Fuck. But imagine him being a tiny bit. I needed to go before you there. It's okay. Go. It's weird that I don't think Christopher Guest can play silly enough. If so that's I, think, I, I kind of agree with that though. <laughs> I think there might be less of an accent for this guy, but okay. 
I think he could still play like aloof and sort of goofy's John Hamm. Actually, I was waiting for someone to say that and works most for of the me. time I think you guys miscast John Hamm. I actually thought John Hamm would be good in this one. I actually Even love that the accent. Not... Yeah, because he probably okay. doesn't do a good one. The one time I don't bring him to the table. Yeah, no, you should have. I, I would have been in favor. I agree with Jordan, though. The accent of Christopher Guest is pretty much what we get from Best in Show, but it might be not funny enough. He might be too serious. No, I I think he would do a, like a, a comical portrayal in his way, but it's not silly, yeah. and it's not winking, and he's not going to ham it up for us. He's going to be like, I'm Benoit Blanc. Like, he'd like just be in character the whole time, uh, not playing a character. We can't have it. I actually disagree with that. I'll say about 60% of my Christopher Guest, though, translated across. Oh, it did? Yeah. Yeah, and I knew we were going every time, at least yeah. most of the time. They could remake Clue right now. They could remake Noises Off. Any ensemble where they get to be weird. Harry Shearer could have been the Don Johnson character. That probably would have worked better. <laughs> this one. Some of those weren't <laughs> bad recastings. I'm just having no. a tough time remembering names. When we get there, it's good. It's just, you know, we get there two characters too late. <sighs> well, you guys give up on me. Don't give up on me. Uh, this one was a big cast. If we, if you have some better ideas that you think we missed, uh, let us know on the movie poster on social media. We're going to move on to Mount Rushmore. Top, Top four. four. Top four. Mount Rushmore Top Four. This week we are doing our top four of Who Done It movies. Who Done It? Who Done It? As we're doing now, we're all going to throw out our top contender, and we will debate the number four to fill out a roster. And you at home can help us decide who wants to kick it off. Jordan, you got something good? And we're not going to put this one on there. Uh, you can. Oh, then Should no. we take it off? Let's take it off. Let's take, take it off. Take this off because it... I think we'd, we're all feeling it right now. Yeah, sure. I'm going to put, not because it's my favorite movie in this category, but because it, it's just truly this genre. Oh, uh, who done it? Yeah, it's God's First Park. It's a real murder mystery. It's like one of these games come to life. It is dramatic. And without this, I don't think we'd have Doubt and Abby. I do remember our family liking the movie a lot, and I do remember watching it. I just don't remember it that well, but... I, I'm gonna because of the notoriety around the family. I'll say good contender. Yeah, cool. that makes sense. Uh, Mark, who? What do you got for your 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 your, your my, my 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 contender is Bad Times at the El Royale. Ooh. I saw that and I actually think that's a good one. It's so close for a great movie, but it just it's just I like it a lot. I love it's a long haul to watch. It's a long haul. I love the look of it and I love the, the look last, is so great. I love the last quarter of it. Sure. Uh, you have to get the through three act. fourths, unfortunately. Whew, geez, you gotta get through that so much. That truly to get there. is a whodunit in the case though where you don't know who's murdering people until you do. Um God, I have a couple of movies I really like on this list, but I think the one I'm gonna put up there is Hot Fuzz. Technically, that's a murder mystery whodunit. So I think it's, what mine and Mark is doing is in real time, like the group, you don't know who killed within the group. And that one's more of like a crime murder mystery. So I left a lot of those off. And I get that that's more of a crime drama. I get it's a buddy cop thing, but it's also just a murder mystery whodunit with all the hooded figures. He's so trying to get it. in front of it now by doing a whole retake of his take. That's fine. I agree. It's okay. very good. I mean, I'm not going to argue at all with Hot Fuzz. I love it. But but you did. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to see those guys do a manor whodunit movie, though? Yeah. I would. That would be good. I also, you know who I kind of want to see done a whodunit, and it feels like he's got so many of the aspects there? Let Wes Anderson and his crew do it. Yeah, I'd be fine with that as well. It'd be more subtle. Well, now's the time. Uh, so our list was... Godsford's Park. Bad Times at the El Royale. And Hot Fuzz. But now the fun part... What's going to fill out that roster for us? What do you guys have for honorable mentions? Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is very much uh, 
noir movie that was modern, kind of in the Robert Downey Jr. comeback uh, rollout from a few years back. Yeah, Brick right off the you know mm-hmm. tells that. Brick also great, just PI kind of movie. Like, well, I wouldn't argue that. This is a new one, but uh, um, Nice Guys with um, I like nice Gosling. Guys. Yeah, with Ryan Gosling and I'm mostly str- Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. That's like up there with Kiss Kiss Gang Bang Bang of a new just kind of murder mystery. That's I think really that one fun. is underrated and kind I have of not overlooked. seen that one, but that kind of makes me want to watch it. It's if free you like on Bad Times like at Russell the Al Royale and you like Kiss oh, Kiss Bang Bang, you're gonna love you're gonna this love one. that movie. Right, and it's funny. It's funny and it's fast paced. It's, it's great. It kind of proves that oddly enough, um, Ryan Gosling's really likable if you funny. give him. Yeah, he's funny if you he's give him funny. lines. He might be funnier than he is. Is dramatic. I don't know what's going on at, Russell Crowe's got some comedic cut. timing too. Yeah, they both do. Yeah. It works. It's actually really good. Good set design. Uh, I mean, just Sherlock Holmes is. Just, I was just about to say, call me soft, but I, yeah. I kind of like that new Sherlock Holmes. I for sure like the first one. The second one, I remember watching it, but I don't exactly remember it. Who framed Roger Rabbit? I saw that on there. Child I, version, same thing. It's literally just a noir PI. Yeah, I thing. did have that one on there too. Uh, De- Devil is that M Night? Yes, that's also more of the scream, which I think is up there. Scream is that was one of the first when I was one younger. Of the murder mystery, who, you're saying? Yeah, whodunits that I remember that you're getting really sucked into. So there's movies that I wouldn't consider whodunit, but more like psychological type thrillers. One right. is like Girl with the Dragon Tattoo is really mm-hmm. good. Um, scream would probably fit under that then for you. I, I know what you did last summer. There's like no, also no, no, the no, 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 no. there's also I'm Final like, Fantasy. Well, that's why well, I was about to like say horror movies. Well, that's why I was about to say there's like the horror version of that too, which is kind of the ones I'm mentioning. You're mentioning more just the uh, the thrillish suspense version of it, like Gone Girl, yeah. like movies like that. I think those oh, I are good kind Gone of haunt whodunit, but not in the same murder mystery way. I got it's it. It's just like where it's an unraveling tale, and we don't know what murdered. Well. That's a podcast. Do we all agree Clue's number one, though? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's Clue's number one. And yeah, Knives yeah. Out has now made itself on the list. I think but Knives Out might be my number two. I Knives Out might be movie. top. It's definitely top five. Might be top three for me. Let us know if it reached as high for you guys as it did for us. But also let us know some other good whodunit movies. We'd love to know because we love watching these movies. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening to our take on Knives Out. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We can take your movie request at coldclassicspodcast at gmail.com and make sure you follow along at coldclassicspod on social media for all upcoming movies and just if you want to be interactive in the community. Uh, As always, we are a grassroots podcast, so make sure to share with your friends and family. It's the only way we can grow naturally, and thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.